0: This is the Amateur Step Podcast, number
1: 250, holy mackerel. Yep, we've been doing it for a little while.
0: (laughs) Obviously joining this evening is Ian. Hey. We also have Mad Cat. Maybe not. Maybe we don't have Mad Cat. Okay. Ed, 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 the dumbest himself. Hey, you know what I find odd? Numbers that aren't divisible by (laughs) two. Fair enough. I prefer my numbers prime. (laughs) How's everybody doing? getting by getting by in the age of covid yeah i, I don't know and how... everything
2: else
1: yeah
0: well man i I don't know I, canada i don't i don't think canada's as shut down as we are are they
2: i haven't been paying attention to what they're doing in the rest of the country i know in uh, ontario here we are like I, I think we're starting into stage three of reopening all right yeah in in my particular city uh we're down to uh under one case a day
0: that's mm-hmm. that is really good Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, here in Texas, you know, we're up to like fourteen hundred a day.
1: <laughs> but it's just going to vanish once things get hot.
2: Yeah, um, I, I've yeah. seen uh, I've seen that map uh, comparing uh, uh, the United States uh, COVID cases to with like Canada and Mexico and all that. Man, you got like that that it, the the map of the United States looks like it's breaking out in a rash.
0: <laughs> it it does for sure. It um, does. Oh, huh okay, never mind i my other machine shut down on
2: me. We'll see
0: we're I think we're good. yeah, so
2: should I try to message mad cat see if
0: uh yeah see see what happened to Mad cat. It says that she's still there, but she disappeared.
2: you know what uh sometimes like discord does this to me sometimes where um uh it it, it just it shows you it's still connected but uh doesn't uh, send you any of the uh uh sound okay, and like you you just have to like disconnect from it and connect back in yeah, I've had that happen.
0: Yeah, I kinda like to to have my before we move on to the next thing.
2: Uh, I can sell myself.
0: Oh, I know you can.
2: So the, the next thing's
1: um my audiobooks. So
0: Oh yeah, let's pimp your yeah. audiobooks. I mean So we, we don't we don't need to talk podcast, about the we, we don't really need to talk about the disaster that's in Texas. So let's yeah. move on.
1: <laughs> so in the last podcast I talked about my audio book, Jojo on Vacation, you call this scary. Um, and now I also get to add on Giorgio Ramon on vacation, A Visit to Cripple Creek. All right. So, and then the, the novel is finished. And right now we got to wait for ACX to do their quality control thing on it. But hopefully if all goes well, um, here at the beginning of August, um, A Day at Giorgio Ramond's Place should be available as audiobook.
0: Cool. So,
1: looking forward awesome. to that.
0: Yeah, that'll be that'll so, and you're working on the next novel too, right? Yes,
1: still working on this um, follow-up novel. It's interesting where these characters, what I've learned about them, that you apparently didn't know, or if you did know, you never told me, and somehow I'm <laughs> telepathically finding out about it. Cool, cool. And I already know the third book. The third book should be interesting. We're going to meet Georgie's mother. Georgie's mother. Okay. See, so you you create the characters, but you don't know much about them. Apparently. Now, actually, I'm interested in you um, getting around to. Listening to the book and seeing what you think of. So
0: the book the, is available, or will the be. book
1: itself is available? It'll be available as an audio book, right. um, hopefully early August. Okay, cool. But um, like I said uh, you're you know one I definitely want to um, get some input from about what I did with the characters. Sure. Because um, obviously I gave them backgrounds that you had, you know, never given us. So yeah, well that's... And both George and Raymond, as I proceed. It's like, ooh, this is interesting stuff I've learned about them. If I've li- um, learned
0: anything from the DC and Marvel universes, though, you know, I can take those characters in the direction that I want to, and you can take them in the direction that you want to, and we yeah. can both make money.
1: <laughs> uh, well, actually, I, I hopefully I'll figure out how to make money from it soon. Yeah,
0: exactly. You, you, I, guess, <laughs> I guess you're still trying to figure that piece of it out, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. The making money part's a bit tricky. Right. Everyone that's read it has enjoyed it. I've gotten Good. lots of great positive feedback.
0: I enjoyed but... the the you know when I started the few pieces that when I started you know certainly I enjoyed that. Um, I just haven't sat down to read a novel. I you know I like to listen to books when I'm doing you know mowing mm-hmm. the lawn stuff like that. All right, I think we're we've just got to move on. Okay. To Ian and Dumbasses' masturbation Bromant, brought to you by the Dumbass Media
2: Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present. Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Did hey, Roman? Did I? <laughs> it sounded a little bit me, or maybe my headphones just... <laughs> well, I guess it, it uh... Uh, me and my bro uh, Ian. <laughs> <doing> <laughs> masturbation. I, did, I didn't mean to say, say bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, hey, listen, it can be the bros' masturbation hour. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I guess it's me. I put stuff in here. You, yeah. Do women? Why do women pay for sex? This, is, I think, this was okay. So our last, we we started talking about prostitution and stuff like that, and we right. didn't really get to this this point where, you know, we. Masturbation is thought of as a, a, a male thing. Males are the one that are paying for sex. Right. And yes, that is true. But we're, and I don't know, I guess we don't really have a timeline, but women now will pay for sex as well. Um, and it says, so it, when they do, it's, but it, it seems like it's a little bit different than what men are, are paying for. It seems like, you know, men are, men are paying for the act of, you know, of fucking something, right? And, and I guess they prefer to be a woman.
1: <laughs> okay. um,
0: where women, it seems like it, it might be more of a an emotional thing. Based on what I'm saying here, is that it's it's about spending time with somebody and stuff like that. So it, there might be a little bit more emotional. But also, I think for for some some high power women, it's a, it's a matter of being able to send them away in the morning. So it also might be also a, a control issue as well, right? So they 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 feel like they have control over this, you know. So they bring that person into their life for for the time that they you know that they want them, and then you know then they can escort them out.
2: Right. So, uh, th- this article, um, I, uh, if I'm uh, understanding this correctly, it's, it's based on uh, mostly um, interviews or casual conversations uh, with women who pay for sex?
0: Yes, that's what I think it is, yeah.
2: So, like, not, not any kind of scientific. Uh, no.
0: Nope. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think this that we're looking at here, and what is this, this is the source? The Sydney Morning Herald. It's, uh, yeah, the, it's anecdotal, right? But I think that. I think that we, we do see that the, there are women paying for sex.
2: Um right. uh, I mean I think uh I think there have been a, a certain amount of women who've been willing to pay for sex for since, you know, the the dawn of mankind. Um uh maybe it's becoming uh like I think there there are a lot of uh, societal things that play into it and it's hard to like parse out uh what like uh, are the uh, are these women uh, like I think everybody wants companionship and everybody wants physical pleasure uh, from uh, sexual uh, contact? Uh, um, is the degree to which men and women crave these things different, or is it just uh, that uh, they tend to emphasize in part more because of societal expectation?
0: I, I feel like I, I don't know. That that's that's a good question. I mean, I guess it depends. I don't know. I've, uh, I get the feeling that that it's an emotional connection thing for women, and for, for men, it's more of a physical thing. But that might not be the, but I don't There's no reason for that to be true.
1: Well, None. We, we do know there are men that go to prostitutes just for spending time with a woman. They sure. don't even have okay. to be sexual. Yep. So, yeah. You know, I, 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 one thing we're doing here is we're trying to say all men are one way, all women are another way.
0: Which is not a good we idea. Really are. Never good. Yeah. Never good. It,
1: it, you know, but there may be certain things that drive more men when. Towards it, and more women towards it, but in general, the, the, it's more complicated than that. We know that.
3: Sure, we, we've
1: done this podcast long enough. We, anything like that, we know that generalizing, you know, is, is not the way to go. So, you know, there, there, there's a lot to it. And one of the things w- with this is, um, you know, you're talking about how we always picture men doing it because um, up until recently, it was kind of um, in our culture taboo for women to be. Interested in
0: that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, that and is a control so,
1: thing. you know, by opening so, the taboos yeah. a bit, that I, I, you know, the women are like, I want to explore, I want to see what's out there, I want to see what I can do. I can see that being the big thing of it is instead, you know, and you said the control thing. It's like, okay, I want to explore, but I want to have the full control.
2: Sure. You know, yeah. and, and, and uh, I think uh, uh, a lot of times we, we act as if it's a binary between physical pleasure and uh, uh, emotional company. Um, but uh I, I think you know even even uh guys who uh, who are like all about the physical pleasure uh probably get get a certain a certain amount of comfort also in just like uh afterwards uh uh just like being having your bot their body warmed next to you. sure right you know what I mean
0: I honestly struggle with this one because i' I've, I've never I've never wanted to go to a prostitute I, I that's not.
2: It's not really everything
0: that's, that's really ever been on my radar. Um, I, I don't. So it's hard for me to speak to it in in a lot of ways. I, I I've I've always been supportive of the fact that it's there and that if people want it, it should be available. And maybe it's those stigmas, you know, to that are attached. I mean, I I'm not interested in going to to any of these kinds of things. Um, but you know, you watch the Cat House and stuff like that, and some of these other, and some of the, you know, this reality. Do you, remember, you Guys, remember the Cat House? The the yeah. TV show. I mean, or the, the dead
1: guy who actually won the office? Yeah,
0: uh, w- women would come would come there, um, you know, and sometimes the they husbands. would come with their husbands. Yeah. So I, I i feel like I feel like these services have a certain amount of shame to them that they should not.
1: Right. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I also I'm, kind I of. Mean,
1: I know women who have specifically dated and slept with men just to get them to like fix their cars and stuff. So sure. well. it's like that. That's that's prostitution. But we. Can someone ignore that because it's not a direct exchange of money? But you know, people use sex to get what they want. It's it just in some ways, prostitutes are much more honest about it.
0: Yeah, I think I, I think that's true. That it does like it, a
1: line from some movie.
0: It does. <laughs> it does kind of seem funny to me sometimes when I think about those. Like, okay, if men are paying for sex and women are paying for sex, if we could just get these two categories together, then. Then, then they could just have sex and leave.
1: But you've also said the stuff about the control. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, people ha- having hookups do create a different thing than I am specifically paying you to have sex with me once, and that's it. Sure. And generally, your prostitutes are uh, of the right mentality to say, no, I'm not getting emotionally involved with you. This is purely business. And that makes a difference. Because with hookups, there is, a, I think, a better chance of the emotional involvement getting um, tied in. So I, I can very much see the advantage to prostitutes. If all you're looking for is a straight out hookup, no ties, no nothing, you have complete control. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, the, yeah. The, 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 go ahead. The, the prostitutes, are uh, yeah. The, um, I've heard uh, that uh, like, uh, uh, some people w- w- would, uh, would expect that uh, prostitutes uh, uh, might uh, uh, be at risk for getting uh, emotionally involved with a client, but it actually uh, appears to be the other way around. Uh, there right. the clients who, uh, who tend to uh, like form an attachment uh, that may not be reciprocated.
1: Right. Well, it's like strippers. Strippers are up on stage putting on a show. They need to seduce you and everything. They are not getting emotionally attached to you. However, there are the clients watching that do get emotionally attached. And that's why generally most strip clubs, the strippers um, will be escorted to their cars with a big guy right next to them.
0: An, okay, I was That that makes sense to me. I wasn't aware that they yeah. were escorted like that, though.
1: Well, they, I, I think it's a request. If, if, okay. if the stripper feels some guy was being weird and creepy, hey, you know what? I, I need an escort to the car. I, I don't think it's a regular thing for all of them, but it's an option they have because the guys. Do get that way, and it
0: makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that that uh, yeah, dumbass, you're probably right. It's it's the men that are getting attached, not the women. I I think that um, what was that show with um, the woman that was the she was the now it,
2: it looks like Mad Cat's back in, and her thing is blinking like she's trying to speak, but we're not hearing any.
0: Oh no, we don't see hear nothing from you, Mad. Cat.
2: Oh yeah, I, I see what you're
1: saying. Hi, Mad Cat. I'm thinking you can probably hear, can us. You hear us. Oh, there she oh is. we can barely
0: hear her though. <laughs> Who's the woman that, that that was the um she was uh the companion on Doctor Who and then the next project is uh, she played a um she played a prostitute.
1: Oh, yeah, Billy Piper. Yeah. Yeah, See, um she did the uh what was the name of that show? Uh uh, Diaries of a Call Girl? Yes. She did Diaries of a Call Girl it, or something like and and yeah. I think that. Yeah. That that's, was wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. So and and that's based off of a, a of a of real a, book. A real yeah. book and one of the things that it was interesting about that when we're talking about that, that they the getting emotionally attached, she would, she would date and, and she had a boyfriend. Right. And then, and, but during the day, her job was to or have sex with men. Right. Mostly men. I think, was there ever a woman? There could have been.
1: I, I, I only caught a few episodes. Yeah. I, I, so it was, a, the episodes I caught were pretty hot.
0: Sure. But but it was the same thing. I mean, so that, that they, they have this separate, the, you know, I mean, they're having sex for For their job, and they're having sex you know with a boyfriend or something like that, but it's but it's different it's two separate things and yeah. and and, well, process, and cat- porn stars are, it's the same way i
1: imagine right yeah. well you and you were talking about the cat house I, I there was one documentary they were doing on it a married woman worked at one of the cat houses, yes, yeah you know, she was married, she had kids uh, her husband knew completely what her job was it was not you know like she was hiding it from him, so you know yeah no it, it it's one of those things where you pretty much do need to keep your business life and um, personal life separate. <laughs> I I
0: I think that's true for the rest of us. It's just easier to to, to you know think about my day job being separate from my family life. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't involve sex. <laughs> right. For for me, I mean, it's just yeah.
1: Or at least that's that what you keep like telling Mad your Cat wife. That, that's what I keep telling her. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I heard Mad Cat in the background. Can
3: you hear me now? There we are. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, there we go. That's
3: better. Okay. Um. When it comes to sex and love People have a very difficult Perception of that Because it is so Incorporated together in shows um, And the way people Talk about the, uh, the way people Are trained that You don't have sex A lot of times you're trained you don't have sex until Marriage you don't have sex until you Are completely in love With the specific person and they're Your soul and stuff like that Whereas sex and love can be a completely different thing oh, yeah. and really a completely different thing to people we, we
0: kind of have this warped idea of how relationships yeah. are supposed to be like this idea that you're supposed to get married and you're only ever supposed to do that once a marriage is supposed to be forever and it's kind of a it's kind of a um it, it, it's kind of a stupid thing when you consider how you know how long our lifespans are the idea that that one relationship is going to be carries on forever
1: yeah
0: is kind of crazy yeah.
1: Yeah, well, um, at the last convention I was at, I forgot to say it's the only convention that I, it looks like I'll be at this year um, that was one of the panels was alternate lifestyles because it is becoming more and more popular for people to have polyamorous lifestyles. I, I know quite a few right now. Polyamorous lifestyles are becoming a big thing, and the panel was all about talking about this working this into pop culture. You know, where have they done it? Um, the X-Men right now are doing that. Basically, um, the whole Cyclops, Wolverine, Gene Grey triangle thing is done with because they now have an open relationship.
0: And this is what same-sex marriage has led us to.
2: <laughs> hey,
0: you see, it was a Did slippery slope. They were right.
2: Wait, do, wait. do, do you guys hear that? <laughs> that is the sound of Mac not jumping in a quip about polyamory. <laughs> <laughs> to you with parents, of course. But
1: yeah, no, it, <laughs> it's amazing the amount of people I know who have some level of. Po- Polyamorous relationship, sure, and the the, the fine final, they can separate the relationship. They can have you know the the jealousy is dealt with because they talk it out. They you know they figure it all out ahead of time. Um, so many of the issues that we perceive. No, um, I, I know a few families that have multiple mothers to the kids. You know, the kids are growing up with oh yeah, that's mommy one, that's mommy two, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah
2: I mean um uh I, I don't think uh, there's uh, any one uh, right perfect uh, way of having a relationship or a family um although like, like I do it sometimes bugs me when you when you hear uh people um uh, say these kind of uh, general platitudes that are supposed to be like wise uh, words or things. Like uh, the one I heard recently was um, that uh, friends with benefits never works out because one of one at least one of the party always gets more emotionally attached. And I'm like, okay, okay, that that can happen. It often does happen, but it's not a necessary thing that happens. No. Friends with benefit can work out really well um and like uh you know like the, the people who say like uh, it can never work out because of this that, or the other thing hey the human experience is uh, varied and vast
1: yeah yeah well one thing i always like to point out is you know most people i know technically um should be viewed as polyamorous it's just they have their partners at different times like i'm divorced i was married once i'm now with a different woman technically I, I should be considered polyamorous. I've had no. I I, 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 don't, I disagree with that. I,
0: poly polyamory is at the same time is at the same time. What you're doing is just adultery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, but and we accept that as a society. If you get divorced and move on to a new one, that's accepted. But it's really not any different.
0: I, I disagree with. That. I disagree because because there's a difference between having one relationship at a time, right? So that you know serial monogamy, as opposed to polyamory, where people are. You know, mm. more there. There's much more um, diversity going there's on. There's
3: more involvement in.
2: Yeah. That.
1: Okay. Yeah. There's there's it's, a difference. It's but not it's the not same. That
2: big of a- I, I suppose it also depends on what type of polyamory you're talking about. Because like, if you're talking about uh, polyamory where um, like you see like uh, you don't live with the 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 women or whatever, or and you see like one each day a week or something, uh, and they don't uh, mix, then maybe that's closer to it. But like in situations where like you're living together. Uh, uh, in an open relationship and the uh, women actually have to interact with you uh, and each other, uh, that's a much different thing than, you know, one at a time.
0: Right, yeah. but, what, but what you're talking about, Ian, is serial monogamy. You had one yeah. relationship, then you went on to the next, then the next. That's not polyamory, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, but are, are, it's, it's a similar same thing. thing. You're not picking one partner for life. You're saying, okay, I have this partner, I'm done with her, I'm moving on.
3: That's a moving we on. We can thing. accept that yeah.
1: just fine. For right. some reason, we can't accept having multiple partners at the same time. Well, that but gets- I I do think that it's it's different. I mean, there's
0: the it's like if you have if you and are married to somebody, and 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 you guys are married, and but also you have a girlfriend, right? It's probably likely that that number one, your wife knows about this person. If it's polyamory, yeah. if it's not just well, cheating,
1: <laughs> right? Okay, one of my we had a friend's birthday party. Um, you know, helping her celebrate her birthday, sitting down meeting new people, and we asked this one lady, oh, how do you know the birthday girl? Her reply was, oh,
2: she's dating my husband. Right, well, sure. <laughs> she's my millionaire girlfriend. She's yeah. my life. But it, and, and when then again, I finally find her, I'll get in front of the wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's only polyamory <laughs> if, if the wife is also allowed to have a boyfriend, right? Otherwise, it's polygamy.
1: Yeah, e- each one's different. That, that's one thing I've seen with these. E- each relationship is different on how they handle it on what they want but open marriages and stuff like that
0: you know that 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 that's i consider that polygamy but if you if you marry one person and marry the next person that's serial monogamy oh yeah because you're still monogamous to that one person during that time frame right what you're talking about is not being monogamous you're talking about having one having this partner and having this partner right
1: yeah well the the idea of the multiple partner thing
0: yeah Yeah. Uh, at the same time that's
1: what i'm saying is it's interesting that we have no problem with if you Go through the proper procedures of ending a relationship and starting a new one. That's fine. But if you try and double them up and have multiple relationships at on the same time, that's an evil in our society. Or Yet, it's just dating, I know a dating, lot of people right? that make that work.
0: The, the, there, is, there is people that just just dating, right? Oh, I, I date this person. I date this person. I date this person. Is, yeah. that, is, that, is that really polyamory, though? I'm not sure that it is. Um, I
3: think that's more of just dating because you're yeah. trying to figure out who you're going to stay with. Right, exactly.
1: I'm...
3: Um, yeah, if the polyamory, I believe that one's supposed to be everyone's involved in it in some form. Maybe not, uh, you know, the bread being together with it now, but the meat still being in the middle. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And
1: uh, like for the one I was just referring to the birthday party, as far as I can figure, the wife and the husband don't have a sexual relationship at all. In fact, last I know, he was living with our friend, still married to his wife but she doesn't live in that house with them at all.
2: Okay. So, you know, I know you you, you, can have a perfectly uh, happy, romantic relationship without any sex.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That is true. And people that are asexual, I mean, that's primarily what they're looking for.
3: Well, the asexual ones just don't feel a need for, uh, they just don't feel it. Right.
0: Well, there's, there's asexual and there's aromantic, right? Some people, some people are, you know, don't want either. Some people want one or the other. Um,
1: uh, sexual audio is so confusing once you start looking into it. It is not simple, homo-hetero kind of thing. Right, There's but, so much more to it, it. You know, it's one of those things you. We try to contain in boxes as much as possible, but it is way more complicated. Than that. You know, but to to be fair, I, I, for- I think
2: I'm a little bit aromantic. I'm not sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah,
2: no, okay. I, I like uh, I like uh, like the the warmth and stuff. I, I'm not I'm not big for I, I I kind of like don't care about big romantic gestures and stuff. I don't know if that makes me a romantic. I don't know. I don't. No, I, don't, I, don't I don't really care it.
0: about those things or uh, or not. But I mean,
3: uh, let's put it this way, cuz if there was a girl that you liked, she walked into your apartment and said, <laughs> "Let's do it." Would you? No. No.
2: <laughs> no. Like a uh, okay. like um like a a girl that I, well, okay um, is she a close? Friend? Like, uh, been
3: around for quite a bit. You've gotten cuddly and all that other stuff, and she comes in and says, oh, "Okay, okay. if, if
2: we." If we've, if we've gotten cuddly and stuff first, then, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, that that might be a, a, a thing that I consider.
3: But the thing just is somebody is who I, I
2: know, and I kind of think she's cute. No. Well,
3: yeah. The thing <laughs> is, is that you have that, still have that urge. It's just that you don't use it unless you care a certain way for a person.
0: Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think that's yeah. going to leave you out of the aromantic category.
2: Yeah. I'm not, they, I'm not sure are... what it means by romantic, actually, because, that... like... Is is romantic just well, uh, caring for somebody, or I don't more know? Than that? Do we need to I look, need look to it up? Maybe not need being romantic.
0: We may need to look uh, up aromantic.
2: You have Google. Uh, is there, is there an actual de- uh, definition for that? I, a lot of these terms yeah. that they use uh, uh, don't have very clear definition. Yeah, that's
0: true. Um, they they could be. Um, I I don't know that these are newer terms. I think you know asexual, aromantic. Um
3: I don't know. I go anywhere near Twitch, and it's always. Uh, Twitter, and it's always completely different words where they're saying, oh, you're this. Wait. All right. Well, a big part of what? it is,
1: like I said, um, it's so complicated, and right now we're doing a lot of work trying to figure it out, but it is that big and complicated and confusing <laughs> once you get down to it.
0: An aromantic person is someone who doesn't experience romantic attraction. Being aromantic is not the same as being asexual. It's, uh, And it's certainly not about smelling smelling nice, which is being aromatic, oh my god <laughs> that's at dictionary. dot com that, that they they, they had to, they had to throw in a mac joke right at the end there
2: uh yeah see the the thing is like uh i ha i, I never um uh, imagined myself in relationships with other people um <clears throat> you know like uh, if, uh, if 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 there's you know if uh, if a caring relationship like that forms uh that's all cool and stuff but like flowers and candles and rose petals and stuff are like, uh, gestures like that seem yeah. meaningless to me. I,
0: I don't think... I, that stuff doesn't mean much to me either, but I wouldn't consider myself necessarily aromantic. I don't... You were married for how many years? Not that I want this to be a therapy uh, session, but...
2: Uh... <laughs> if, uh... Well, we uh, I, I I knew her for like half my life. We were only married a few years. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, like um, uh, I, I, like I, I think of things, like certain things. Like I, I guess if uh if I uh, see something something out in the store that I thought she'd like, I might uh, pick it up for her and uh, surprise her with it. Is that I, I guess that's a mercy. I I
0: I don't know, but the, the, it, the, those kinds of things would I you know the those are people who want to have a relationship with somebody. Right, that, I think that's what we're talking about here. Now we're not talking about big romantic gestures so much as people who have romantic attraction to people, right? I mean, it, more than just the physical attraction. I don't know. I, 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 you know what? It's muddy enough now that I don't, I don't know what I'm saying anymore.
2: Yeah, you know, I think I have a certain, maybe I have a certain amount of that, but maybe it's just more mute.
3: I looked up search terminology, and the first thing it comes up with is a whole bunch of periodic tables.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like i said the whole thing on you know sexuality and stuff is so complicated uh, you sure. know, just trying to to classify it you know no you, i don't i would be very surprised if there was anyone on earth who would fit in just one category for attraction you know there are times where you lean one way times where you lean another times where you fit better um here times where you fit better there you know we are creatures that are, of change. you know the, the circumstances we're in do affect how we react to this. We know this. Well, so, and there's,
0: yeah, and there's a certain amount of like, you, you know, it's like we, we see people that are attractive all the time, but acting on that is something totally different as well.
2: Right. right. So the different... people who are, who are really romantic, like the complete opposite of a romantic, are the people who like to shift characters. Uh, imagine, imagine fictional characters in relationships. Mm, I see what you're saying. Which I've never understood. Uh, <laughs> which I've never understood myself. I, uh, I have no interest in picturing what other couples romantic relationships might be like.
1: Actually, um, if um, next time I have any power over panels, I'm actually going to do a anti-shipping panel. Where basically, let's look at couples that ended up together that we definitely don't think work.
0: This from the guy who's been shipping, you know, Batman and Superman most of his
2: life.
3: Hey, hey. uh, uh,
2: uh, Okay, message to our audience here. Write in, tell us which of us you ship together. (laughs) 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 You know, I, I, I see
1: Brian and dumbass hooking up. You guys talk about the chemistry between the two of
2: you.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Funny. We Brian,
2: never got, Brian we never... let me look into your eyes. Let me look into your eyes, Brian. Stare deep into my soul, Brian. This is why we both have faces for Looking podcasting. something else. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Well, I didn't get to even talk about the Cowboys for Angels, right, Which is which is the prostitutes. Which is the male prostitutes that operate in Vegas and in Las, Ve- in Las Vegas and uh, Los Angeles, and, uh, and I don't want to go into them too much now because we've just spent a half hour talking about aromantic. romantic. Um, but the, they they're essentially they're essentially selling time and not sex, and that's how they're getting away with it, right? They're escorts as opposed to you know prostitutes,
3: right? Um. The way it's been said for a long time. Well, exactly.
0: So, we're, I mean, we're using escort as a as a cover for prostitution in a lot of places. But I think that that's a problem because some people may really want an escort, and other people may be thinking they're getting you know getting a prostitute, even though they're really just getting an escort. And uh, I yeah, think my, that my it's cause it could cause uh, some problems.
2: Is that um, like a, an escort uh, may uh, decide to uh, have sex with you, but it's like the escort's choice, so it's not like a guaranteed thing.
0: Right, but it's off the clock at that point, right? Because that's not what they're being paid for. I mean, that's true of a date as well. They may choose to have sex with you, and they may just choose to go home. All right. Let's move on to something less fun. Mac has a story in here. Do we want to skip this story and go on to yeah, something I, else? Yeah, I already pulled it. Okay, you already pulled it. Okay, good. All right. Yeah. Well, then it's Mad Cat. Mad Cat wants to talk about... Uh, something new. Yeah. What is this? Hosting an event? This right?
3: is... Uh, we've talked about this uh, person before. Oh. Um it is these uh, two young guys, um, Dylan and oh God, okay, Dylan and his friend. They started a charity with children with disabilities because uh, his Dylan's friend was dying at that time as a young kid with a cancer that was pretty uh, invasive and difficult. They actually saved him at that time. But at that time they also helped out a whole bunch of kids to be able to interact with others through video games so after that his friend got a terminal uh the illness came back and it was worse so ah this thing's doing weird things on me um chris that's his name he was diagnosed with leukemia in 2009 and it was very it was invasive and worse than it had been beforehand So he had a bucket list and they were going and trying to do this bucket list. And finally they did a lemon challenge for biting into a lemon and eating it. Uh, It didn't start out with that way. But anyway, as it went on, they had been able to uh, get um, a Guinness Book of Records and get the most amount of people to ever to sign up. For getting tested to be able to, uh, to be able to uh, give bone marrow transplant to people who needed it because it was very low amount of people to ever go and test out for that, and they did it. They they got on TV. They they did a whole bunch of things, and uh, they got uh, got Dylan a someone to. Uh, transplant from and now not Dylan, uh, Chris. And Chris is much better now. He's doing extremely good. And now Dylan's on to other things. He uh, took a he decided to do this thing where he'd throw a throw a dart at a map and go to wherever it was and find someone to help them um, and be and go through that. And at the time he found out that there's a lot of people Who were introverts and they did not, they did not, uh, oh, what is it? They wouldn't say that they were lonely, but he was asking people if they were lonely and everything and decided to make this, host this introvert uh, event doing uh, board games. So, and he was on the radio in Vancouver and everything. And he went to the went to it. It was set up. Everything was ready. No one showed up.
0: Also says here: Is this a Hill? Is that is that is it Chris Hill? Hill is now in Vancouver working on a new documentary about loneliness and is hoping it will help inspire others to face the issue head on.
3: Yeah, that's Dylan Hill. He's the one who okay. helped his family. Chris. Okay. Chris is the one who had uh, cancer.
0: Okay, Chris had okay.
3: Yeah, Chris is the one he, he uh, the two of them worked on his, um, his bucket list. I, th-
0: I think this is an even bigger issue right now w- because you, you figure, you know, people who used to be going out are now isolated and stuck at home to, to an exactly. degree that we never have been before.
3: And he had gone and started to do this before he did this, before the, uh, before the outbreak. And people, like you said, they were, people were lonely before, but now it'd be even worse. And I thought that was a very interesting thing for a young man to be so interested in helping other people. He has uh, has a charity thing called uh, Living for Another. and they work on trying to do things for other people. Um, I didn't get a posting for this, but he was also doing this special uh, people he was giving money from an organization to, Uh, do something special for some kids in hospitals, and he got a whole bunch of video game... uh, What is it? Uh, The Nintendo Plus or something? Switch? Switch. Yeah, he got a whole bunch of Switches and a couple of other um, systems, got them, got a whole bunch of video games, and went and gave them to a whole bunch of kids in the hospitals.
0: Yeah, this is just a guy out there doing the right thing. Yeah. I mean, this this is kind of neat. You know, having board game nights... You know, I guess that they're virtual, right?
3: Yeah, well, uh, this one, because he was, it'd be a virtual now, but because he, it was before the, uh, the outbreak of the corona, it was an event that was going to be like right there, uh, okay. right at uh, this place. You know,
2: yeah, um, loneliness is a, is a big problem for a lot of people. I think uh, especially adults, like we're talking about the kids here who are in like a, a difficult situation being isolated. That can be a thing. But, you know, adults, I think, have a lot of problems with loneliness. Um, yep. especially, especially like uh, kids uh, get to have a place that they get to uh, go to uh, uh, and uh, time that they just socialize with. Whereas adults, it's, it can be hard to... Uh, figure out, uh, you know, like, you're, you're not uh, uh, interacting with, like, maybe you have work friends, but, you know, like, uh, around where you live, like, a lot of well, that that...
3: teenagers and adults, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I mean, kids as well, uh, there's been a high rate or a higher rate of uh, suicide for a while, uh, mm. because kids were lonely, they would have they would have issues that they wanted to deal with, or they were different to other kids. I'd heard that there was, a, there was an
2: uptick in suicides uh, uh, in the past few years, which has I, uh, messed with the life expectancy.
3: Yeah, i I read this. Th- I I'm sorry, I don't have the information on that one either. I don't have the uh, uh, the recorded information because I didn't know we were going to talk about this kind of stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Go into. I mean, I didn't know we were going to go into how many. People actually were
2: right. No, yeah, that, that, that's
0: fine. Yeah, it, it is interesting. Everybody has a different level and different tolerance for isolation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you
2: I, and you know, like I, I'm I've, I've, well, go ahead.
3: Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going right, I guess
2: I'll go. Okay. I, go I, ahead. I'm just, I'm just going to say that uh, uh, yeah, I have a lot of people that I've met online, like I've uh, have uh, you know, like people who are just looking for uh, are lonely and looking for some and uh, have become great friends, and it's be, uh, a thing. It, uh, a thing where, like, uh, you, you see it happening, people reaching out for other people online. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a great resource, especially this stuff.
3: Even just on video games, you get that an awful lot, you know? I think it's one of the reasons that uh, streaming works is people want to talk to people about things they like and you not know, feel as normal. For me,
0: you know, I get a lot of that companionship from people that I work with. And normally, I'm seeing these people, you know, on a pretty regular basis. Some of them, you know, we I, I do stuff with outside of work. Of course, now mm-hmm. that's gone. So we, one of the, one of the things that we, we my group does is that w- three days a week we meet for an hour. Maybe we have an agenda, maybe we don't, right? But I know that for me, I you know I, I it's important for me to talk to my other coworkers, not just type at them, actually call them and have a have a conversation, mm-hmm. you know. And so we're we're lucky that we have tools for us that that allow us to do that right now. Zoom is one of those tools, right? We're using Discord right now. Um, and, and, you know, different there, so there are different tools out there that allow, that allow people to, to do these things, whether it be video or just audio or, or what they need. And so we're actually kind of living in, um, an introvert's dream right now. Um, if, mm-hmm. you know, if they're willing to take advantage of the tools And and if they're not, you know, I think that, I think that it still needs to be addressed. I'm just not sure, you know, how you do that right now.
3: Right. And I was talking to Dylan and I was asking him if he'd like to discuss that kind of discuss stuff with us as well
0: yeah by all means that' probably be that be
3: good yeah it's uh, a very intelligent young man it does sound like it uh, but, but like I said it's not cat what did she do this time all
0: That's right an well animal. while she's distracted let's move on
3: you moved on too quickly <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but no nobody took me up on that but it is time to move on I think
3: yes it is yeah
1: it's about dragons
0: dragons <laughs> SpaceX. So, um I don't was it a month ago? How um where where SpaceX put two people into space. And I think that they are the first commercial company to do that, right? Every everybody else yeah. has been put into space has been by uh, um, by a government. This is the first right. corporation to do it.
1: Um, Which was a big part of why NASA was officially um, took down this um shuttle program was to try and open this up to make um it become more commercial. figuring that, that'd be no, a better no. way. Well, to, hold on. Let, let other companies take on the cost of sending yeah, people to space um, instead of them having to maintain and build the space shuttles themselves.
0: So well, I don't buy. I don't buy much of that uh, because we were working on a on a something called the Constellation Project, and George Bush canceled that. Maybe that was his motivation, but but there was a project in the works that was supposed to replace. Um, you know, to replace the shuttle, and of course that didn't happen. But yeah, because of that, we there were at that point, you know, people that were working on it, and SpaceX was, of course, one of the first that won the X Prize. So yeah. you know, it, it so we it was the it, so they I guess they put people into space with the X Prize to begin with, right? And yeah. So, well,
1: and, but not necessarily deliver them to the space. Station. It was it was high. It
0: was low yeah, orbit. Going out of the atmosphere,
1: kind
2: of thing, and landing yeah, successfully. Exactly.
0: Well, I think it was just now, under assume, the stratosphere. I assume
2: part of this uh, this mission, first commercial venture uh, into into space. I, I assume part of the mission was to orbit over the uh, uh, headquarters of Virgin Galactic and give it the finger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so the yeah. So SpaceX was also they they were also I think the first commercial company to actually send um um. Supplies to the space station as well, isn't that, isn't that the case? As well, um, I
1: think so. I, yeah, I, I think I believe. SpaceX
0: is ahead of, ahead of both of them. I don't know if anybody else has sent stuff to up there, but definitely uh, SpaceX has.
1: Well, no one else has sent a car into orbit,
0: That that is true, too. Uh-huh. That, that, that's there is the, to Canada, you know, if you're going to add a space junk, maybe it should be cool space junk at least. Canada, um, yeah, so anyway, up <laughs> that so they're up I mean, there, that,
2: but, I, that was government,
3: yeah, well, joking.
0: So that we got we got people into space, SpaceX did, right? And now the in the and, and at first I think it was supposed to only be a couple day mission, and you know so with the Dragon capsule and but it, it went a little bit longer. They did a little. They've done some more tests. And so as of October first, they'll be coming back down, and providing that you know that that's successful, the, this means that uh, the U.S. can now put people into space again, and with it and by using this commercial company, and so and. They are doing it cheaper than NASA was, um, but to be fair, it, it's it's a different it's a different type of of vehicle. Where yeah. I guess the space shuttle was actually kind of a smooth launch. Where this, he said, it no, was it like riding a, a dragon.
1: Smooth launch C- compared to this, launch.
0: compared to the so dragon I, I, the, capsule, the it is. What's that?
1: But the the definition might be different than what I would understand. The smooth launch. Be the the launch of the shuttle was not smooth at all. The, the,
0: the, the, when, the what he said so
3: the,
0: the, the astronaut the astronaut that that went up uh I forget which one it is he has he has been put into space on the space shuttle and now on the dragon capsule and he's he described the difference between yes smooth is relative, but the dragon capsule he said is like riding a dragon that's how i mean he said it's okay. it's a much rougher ride than the space shuttle was uh I guess that wouldn't make sense it was a bigger vehicle, and the thrust was probably different as well so yeah there you go so but so they will so they've had a successful mission they've been up on the um the iss for uh almost it'll it'll be a couple it's been couple over months. Months. Yeah. It's a
1: month the beginning says they're leaving on august 1st and that will um be two months in space for them
0: so for me this was the the coolest fucking thing watching them launch watching that happen right. and then watching them actually dock and come on come off of uh of the dragon capsule and and onto the space station uh, I, I it's just fucking cool. I mean, that 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 is the kind of shit that is just so cool that we're able to achieve on the flatter.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's cool that we have something like that going because <clears throat> there has been so much trouble um, getting things going at times. Yeah. Due to yeah. Money situations and governmental issues.
1: Yeah, well, th- this is one of the areas where they kind of needed to get the private sector involved. And it it took them so long to do it. I think that's one of the things that, you know, regretfully, there's there's areas where I don't want the private sector involved at all. It it messes things up. But for this, yeah, (laughs) the private sector getting involved is going to get the private sector to spend money and get us progressing fast.
0: Well, but here's the thing is that it it isn't like the private sector is – developing this in in paying for it on their own nasa is still paying for it right. everything right everything that spacex has achieved has been paid for primarily by nasa they did have a um a facebook launch that that blew up right so that satellite didn't go anywhere i guess the other thing is that um elon musk is putting up all of his satellites to provide um cheap internet service that he's working on that's a that's a whole nother another whole thing i'm still concerned about all of these little satellites being up there and disrupting, you know, telescopes and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong about something. Uh, didn't uh, NASA, like, weren't they, like, contracting Boeing or something to uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, make Yeah, they were. The, uh, um, so, like, uh, isn't Boeing a private company? Boeing
0: is a private yes. company, um, but Other I don't others think also that— it,
3: deal with NASA. Uh, yeah, but yeah. they
0: were building it for NASA, right? Then I yeah. don't think that they're building it for Boeing. Boeing isn't going to operate it. Um, no but NASA uh, oh, I
2: see so the it, it's like uh virgin Galactic and SpaceX and all those there they're just uh they're being contracted to you to they, they own the equipment but they're just being contracted to like
1: yeah uh, uh, more or less and, and it opens they'll open doors for them to expand because SpaceX is one of the companies that's already talking about um getting people up in... you know the average citizen who can afford the ticket to go up in space so you know you and that's one of the things we're at, we the point where if we want to really expand, we need to make sure that enough people are seeing it, not just as the boring science stuff, because we've got a lot of people see it that way. You know, the, the whole um, international space station, to me, it sounds cool. I'd love to go up. But the majority of people are there like, what's the point? So moving into the next step where it's like, okay, if, if we can get stuff going the way it's headed, you yourself have a chance of going up into space. That'll get people more excited.
3: Oh, yeah. People would love to go up in space, especially if it's not like $10 billion that they have to spend to do it.
0: Yeah. Well, it was $20 million to go up with the, um, on the Russian Soyuz, right?
3: I've done but the thing Russian. is that as they continue to create and build, build this up and actually have the private sector into it, it, money comes down a bit and people do have more of a, an ability to to do stuff like that. Well, so um, it, it is cheaper. It, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, cheaper also doesn't mean better.
0: Well, but hold on. But SpaceX can do it cheaper than, than the Soyuz rockets and cheaper than the shuttle. But one of the things that makes it cheaper is the fact that that capsule is reusable. And mm-hmm. so, unfortunately, when this capsule comes down, I, I think that the plan is still to use parachutes and land it in the ocean. If yeah, they do that.
1: Yeah, it's technology. Yeah,
0: and, and this is because NASA didn't doesn't want them to didn't want them to use the the rocket landing um, system but and so this shuttle that that if it lands in the ocean, I'm not sure that it will, will be reusable um and at first NASA said, well, you can send people up on it once, but we don't want you to do it a second time and so NASA said, mm-hmm. fine, we'll use it for cargo after that and then NASA went back and went, well, actually no, I think we're okay with this so they' they're still they're still deciding if you know if it's okay to relaunch people in the same shuttle again, provided that that works. And and it's reusable, right. at least at least as a cargo container afterwards, right? And so if they can't put people up with it, they can put um, cargo. Then that that's what makes this cheaper. And and actually that that rocket landing system also makes this cheaper. The fact that they're recovering a, a lot of the a lot of the pieces they used to put the right. rocket up in the first place. That's that's what that's what they've done. That's really revolutionary here.
3: There's more to go. Yep. Yeah, you know,
0: the out.
2: stages of the rockets would just fall off and crash, right? Yeah, they yeah. Cla- yeah. they
0: crash into the ocean, and and that was it. They were done. So you had to build new ones. But but they recover that. Even if they land in the ocean, they they have that carrier that they land on, and and then they bring them back in. So that that's the that's the piece that's made this. You know that that's how they're saving money.
2: Now uh, I'm curious about one thing. Um, with, with with them opening up uh, the uh, the whole thing to like uh, more uh, commercial and uh, less like a government. Uh, uh, verified people when everything how do they uh stop them from uh, revealing that the earth is actually past?
0: that is a good question <laughs> yeah because it's not just NASA that needs to keep that secret now
2: well no we've
1: had this talk before legitimately right now it's every um airplane pilot every um captain <laughs> well, of the ship um <laughs> 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 you know the, the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are in on it as it is you know not, now they're bringing a whole new group to add to that
2: yeah yeah th- you, this might be the tipping point where it's <laughs> <laughs> every, <laughs> I'd... It was a massive conspiracy to begin with, but this is the point <laughs> where it just gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be real to everybody.
0: It, it is funny. I mean, that is one of the conspiracies. I mean, it's as dumb as homeopathy.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I've watched a few more videos since we covered it on the podcast. And these, these guys really don't understand gravity.
0: You never notice that you don't feel smarter after you want to finish one of those videos? Yeah. <laughs> uh.
2: Yeah, a lot of flat earthers don't, I have a friend, uh, he's not a flat, uh, um, well, he's a young earth creationist, I'm not sure if he's a flat earther, and uh, he, uh, I've tried to explain to him, his uh, argument to me was like, um, he's taken the rate at which uh, the moon uh, uh, is moving away from the earth and he's calculated it back, uh, backwards and says that uh, oh, the numbers don't add up with what NASA said and how old the moon is. I'm trying to claim uh, that gravity gets weaker as you get farther from an object, which means that when it was closer to us, it was moving away slower.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it's amazing. That, you know, all these people are smarter than all the people who have been doing it forever, and they, they've figured it out. And I've never out. heard
1: a good excuse as to why the conspiracy is happening. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know that, that I have yet to, you know, the base, oh, well, You know, no one wants to admit they're wrong. Actually, you, scientists, all if, the time if they, they were to discover something that big, the scientists that could prove it
2: would Ian, be huge. Ian, obviously, yeah. it's the devil. <laughs> yeah. That
1: is
0: one of the
2: <laughs> things it, that is it's perplexing. the devil trying, trying to trick us into not believing in God.
3: Just take that person ah. who believes it, put them in a great big barrel, and you put in a whole bunch of honey. Oh, you're supposed to cut things off or
0: something, too. Hmm. All right. And do you want to talk about hawkers?
1: Well, no. Okay, so...
0: <laughs> then we'll end on this. We're, uh, and We're ending on this, too, so it better be good.
1: All okay. right. Well, hawkers is a, a sub part of an uh, explanation as to the thing itself. So, where was this done at? Can you remember the... Um,
0: I see a guy with Singapore. a turban. Singapore. Oh, okay. So, oh, in, in
1: Singapore, they did a survey of essential jobs and non-essential And... The number one non-essential job was an artist. Okay. The number two was a telemarketer. So according to this poll, they think an artist is actually less essential than a telemarketer. As a writer, I consider myself an artist, so it was one of those things. Kind of like really, That's, you know. You know,
2: um, I, I got to say one thing here. Like, um, non-essential is not the same thing as unimportant. Okay. Well, when we get into, We can nitpick about schematics and everything,
1: you know, later. Schematics or semantics?
0: Which which one? The schematics
2: of how this works. We'll (laughs) we'll, 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 we'll diagram this word. (laughs) That's
0: right. I think think he means semantics, but, you know, I don't (coughs) want to get technical about it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Semantics. (laughs) But anyways,
1: so as an artist, this is one of those things like, wow, really? Thanks a lot, you know? Because personally, I, I think art is very essential for life. But the interesting thing is to look at the other side of the list, the top Five essential jobs. First one's actually you know, hard to disagree with. Durse, uh, doctor slash nurse. That was the number one. Number two is a cleaner. So I'm guessing like janitorial staff or something.
0: No, no, that's the guy that, that cleans with the body after you assassinate <laughs> him, assassinate somebody. You call it a cleaner.
2: Number three that, is that, garbage. That, that, that is an essential service. <laughs> I think so. Well, <laughs> for
1: <laughs> some people, yes. Number three was garbage collector. And number four was hawker. And so I had to actually look up what a hawker was, and basically the hawkers are your people who sit around on the streets selling whatever, hawking their wares.
3: Oh,
0: okay.
1: Not the people that have official storefronts or anything, but the people that you know gather on the streets. Which I thought was a very interesting for Singapore. This is considered essential. Oh, in Singapore, the United State... like,
2: I was like, yeah, yeah. What, 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 do you mean? I've never seen that. No, in Singapore, that makes. Well, here in her...
1: the United States, people are generally considered nuisances, and no, no, no. If you go. Of... If you go to Santa that's Fe, real. New
0: Mexico. If you go to Santa Fe, New Mexico, that they're, they're all uh, essentially. When you walk around Santa Fe, the um, I think it's mostly the Indians in that area, Native Americans rather, that 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 all the jewelry and stuff that they sell. It's the same thing. They're they're hawking their wares, right? That, that's yeah. and, and in and, and for them that's essential. Um, you sure. know, so that's Santa Fe. That's Santa Fe, New Mexico.
2: But you know, so, so just around here, with... we usually do that in flea markets. Well, okay, yeah. same so, thing. Yeah, but so that's the same of, thing. Uh, sorry. But I, I, I,
1: as a social thing, I, I, I thought this was very interesting to look at.
3: It is, so especially
1: with hawker being number four there. It's like it's, and, and you're know, looking at Singapore being, you know, a very <clears> clear <throat> different society than ours. You know, they, they see hawkers as something significant, something needed, but they don't necessarily have the WalMarts two blocks away. Hmm. Right. So you know, it, it, it's a whole different society. And yeah. it, it, it's
3: interesting to look at stuff like I thought.
0: I and, see I, the, I, I see all the knockoff Louis Vuitton handbags.
3: Isn't Singapore one of the areas or one of the places where you see a lot of people, they go out pretty much every day to get fresh fruits and fresh whatever's on the side of the street where the hawkers are? Hmm. That would make I, sense. I don't know. I see that with, yeah. um, with it, more is, rural areas yeah. of the...
1: Especially putting them in that high of a thing. You would that would make sense. These are the people that are selling you your, your um, goods, you know, your food. You come out, you buy f- your foods from them on a daily basis. So then, that, that would make sense as to why it's so essential. Anybody in the to market. The so, so these yeah. these
0: these markets that you know people come and gather every day that those would all just be hawkers.
1: I mean, yeah. that, that's fine. Because it, it, if, the essential jobs are working at the grocery stores. So
0: those I mean, were the, essential jobs. So, so do we need a do we need another word for that? Couldn't we just call them merchants?
3: Well. Here in Edmonton, we have uh, street merchants. Um, when I was working for the city, I did up the, I've typed out all the rulings for the street merchants.
0: So that sounds like you a hawker it? to me. I mean, it just sounds like a different but, name for a for for street merchant.
3: Yeah. Uh, and it was just, you know, uh, for this kind of merchant, you have them a certain amount of space away from the, uh, away from the, uh, away from a building and for this type uh you just you know put them wherever or whatever and we do have people on the side of streets at certain spots who do uh, play play guitar and such okay so but we don't have anyone with the little that's, mis- not, that's not really a merchant and a monkey so and now that's how you get covid exactly ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a dumb joke but
0: Anyway. <laughs> it's unfortunate though that that you got to figure though that that those are the, kites, the exact types of services that are being affected right now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. Cuz I I can
1: safely produce my art without having to go outside.
0: Well, and I would I you know, I I do the same thing. All the all the um stuff I've been doing with epoxy and and all the stuff that I build in the garage, that's all I mean that that that's all art to me.
3: It is art. Yeah. It's it's very good. I still think you should sell images with those and everything. We'll, and we'll talk.
0: Friends. It's too hot for me to do it right now. I've been, I have been, I, I can't spend any time in the garage right now, so I haven't been doing it.
3: Well, you've got a lot of stuff going on, too. Oh, my
0: God. Tons. But, <laughs> we don't need to talk about that right now. I think we should say goodnight, everybody.
1: <clears throat> goodnight. Goodnight, everybody. Goodnight, There's everybody. Another
0: one in the can. What kind this of can? can? In the space can. <laughs>
1: Ooh.
0: In the SpaceX can. There we go. That's it. In the SpaceX can. Brought to you by NASA. Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the Amateur Skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share Alike No-Derivatives 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Cannell. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash p-k-a-n-o-l. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.